This podcast is brought to you by Pure Waffle and Questionable Ball Knowledge. Enjoyed the show. Yeah, he, he, he struck me as a bit of like a Yaya Toure type way. He's like a ball carrying. Before we get too into football, should we have a beer? It's a temporary solution to a permanent problem that you have. It's not like a little push or a little yank. Like, he, he floors him. And kebabs. Oh, he doesn't do anything in, like, build-up. If all of the managers in the league are going to have a Royal Rumble, who do you think is going out first? Hello. Welcome back to Beers, Boys and the Beautiful Game with me, Finley Dawes. Are you keeping that really long pause? No, in? no, no. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. That was a very suspenseful opening statement there. Well, I just like to keep them on their toes. Edge of the seat, you know. Yeah. I know everyone's been been missing us. Get gagging for another episode. Oh, yeah, exactly. What was your... Can you remember your score prediction? I said uh, 3-0 to Aston Villa. I said... What did I say? I think... You said 1-1. One, one. Oh, I did say 1-1. One, because one. didn't you say Rondon yeah, was going to score? Yeah, I did say Rondon was going to score. <laughs> well, you got the draw. Yeah. I suppose. No, it was 2-1, wasn't it? Villa. Yeah, 2-1 Villa. was it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought it was 2-2. Two, two. No. It's so so long ago that that happened. It was a while. The weekend was looking up at that point. Yeah. I thought it might be a bit touch and go having you come in and talk about football after <laughs> the troublesome display that's just happened. Well, I I don't know what to say anymore. Well, I'm sure we'll get on to it. <laughs> I've run out of ways to say the word awful, I think. Yeah, I don't blame I you. I need a, th- a thesaurus. A thesaurus. The thesaurus. Well, Kieran, sum up game week two in three words. Hmm. Uh, any three words? Questionable refereeing. Decisions. Decisions. Lovely. <laughs> Got to add another one. Yeah, I mean, there were a few calls, I think, across a, a few games that were a bit, a bit yeah, touch and go. It wasn't just the obvious ones. Yeah. Um. It, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they've changed the rules and they're allowing a bit more... It, it seems like a, it, a lot of that. I'd say after the past two weeks, it's a lot more physical. Yeah, but, I mean, there's a line. Yeah, And I think the line needs to be drawn at ripping someone's hair out. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get too into football, should we have a beer? The old double down. Yeah, so we've got two beers today, because uh, I've picked up... Two different beers, so we don't have enough to have one whole beer each. So I thought we could have split one beer now, possibly halfway through the pod, we have another one. Yeah. So I've got a question for you, Kieran. Would you like to taste the Thirsty Ferret or the Untamable Pale Ale? Both of those are they're very good names. Mm. I'm... I'm eyeing up the untamable pale ale. Let's get on to that one. This is from Skinner's Brewery in Cornwall. A nice little Cornish IPA. Not an IPA. Cornish pale ale. We've got a bottle, so... Oh. Light work. Delightful. Probably. We're drinking out of glasses, because 
We're civilized. I'll, t- I'll tipple you your first ne- Next time we'll have uh, like candles and stuff on the table. Oh, yes. <laughs> a bit of in- incense burning. <laughs> set the scene, set the mood. Maybe you, if you win, we'll, we'll celebrate. We'll get the champers out. We'll do an episode on the, uh, the pink Lambrini or whatever oh. was suggested. <laughs> to be fair, I've got to shout out a few people. I just saw George and I said George asked for a shout out. Uh, because he's topping our FPL league at the moment, so uh, so I said that I yeah. give him a shout out. Also, Hemo came out with a crazy idea for one of the episodes, which I think we could do if he comes down, where we just drink oh, yeah. all of the beer sponsors that have been in the Premier League or drink sponsors. Yes, that's that's good. I like that. I think that would be a very. Do you know that the. Um advertising boards around the pitch used to have VK on them. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so we're going from, like, Carling to Holston's to, <laughs> to VK. Nicky Brown? Yeah. Uh, I s- well, Liverpool were Carlsberg yeah. at one point. Um, I think... I can't remember who it was. I'm mainly excited because we'll do the episode with Sam. And if it's a whole episode of drinking, it's just going to put him in a great mood. After about 30 minutes, we'll just hear him talk about Snoozing, snoozing in the corner. (laughs) How great Kulosevsky is. Yeah, exactly. Right, should we have a a tipple on this one? Porth Levin, Untamable Pale Ale. It does smell nice. It's nice. It's out of a bottle, so it's a bit different to uh, to, uh, the other ones we've tried, but... Thoughts? Um, obviously, it's less fizzy. Mm. I'm not getting a huge amount of flavour from that. No, me neither. So I uh, we've we've got COVID, or <laughs> <laughs> so made with Cornish water, whole flower North Down Citra and Mount. So there's three hops. Well, if you if you wait a bit, citrus soaked and finishing with a shimmer of passion fruit. It starts starts coming through a bit. I'm not getting a lot from it, you know. It, It is quite plain. It says zingy and hoppy. I'm not getting zingy or get hoppy. Zing. It's a little bit hoppy. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, Karen. This is looking a bit non-league to me. I can't see myself buying this again. No. It's, it's like, don't get me wrong, right? <laughs> the thing is, right, when we rate these... <laughs> By putting something in non-league, it's not, this is awful. No. It's, this is just not as good as the other ones we've had. Yeah, exactly. Like, I will, I probably, if that was nice, colder than it is, I'd probably drink that on a nice warm day. Uh, you see, this is why it's not quite right. It's because it says here, it's good with barbecue uh, and kebabs. Oh, we don't have a kebab, that's why. Okay, well, I'm, I'm <laughs> popping that one in. In non-league, like it's good beer, but do you, compared to last week, to, last oh, week's was yeah. the non-league ones, right? Yes, because that's where we put that vocation. No, it was I can't remember what it was called. Hush. Yeah. Do you think that's better than than Hush? Um, 
I'll tell you when to I'll let you into a little secret, Karen. I have had hush since. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, uh, I got it as a gift for my birthday. And it wasn't actually as bad as I remembered it. Maybe it had gone a bit warm because mm. it had been sat in the boot of my car. Yes. All day on a hot day. Perhaps that. I don't know. Like It still wasn't like larger than life. Because that was just phenomenal. That was incredible. You know, it's... Yeah, I think this one has to go down non-league, I'm yeah, afraid. Yeah, we'll pop them in non-league, you know. At least it's not Sunday league. Exactly. Yeah? Positives. We're still playing on a Saturday, maybe. Sort of. Yeah, we're like Yeovil Town level. Big up the Glovers. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> That's incredible ball knowledge. <laughs> anyway, right. What was the first uh, first game of the... Was the the Aston Villa game, wasn't it? Yeah, as I need to adjust this. The thing is, like, on paper, we've said this. Like, we pitched at Villa at sixth. I did. I thought on paper they were class. No, no, I pitched them. Oh, to be. Yeah. And, like, they were. On paper, they're good. Their their preseason was class. But, like. I mean, they did. I know it, like, it is Everton, right? They did. They didn't play badly, no. and actually, when they played two up front, they looked a lot better than when they had the three. Yeah. On um, the first game week. Do you think? I don't, I'm not sure about Coutinho and Digne. I know they came off with a bit of a, a uh, you know, a knock. Yeah. But do you think Diego Carlos out for the season is that going to be a bit of a trouble for them? I. I well, he didn't do a huge amount. To be honest, I know, again, they're against Everton, they don't have a striker. Yeah. But Mings is a... I mean, I think they'll probably try and buy another centre-back. Before the window? Yeah, because they've got Mings and Konza. And then Konza. Chambers sort of plays like, right back as that's, well. The thing is, like, Diego Carlos is a step above... Chambers. Chambers. <laughs> so I would expect them to go into to the market, but like Mings came back after being like frozen out of the squad basically. Yeah, well he lost the band, didn't he? Which, you know, you don't really know what's happening behind closed doors, but I thought Ramsey played quite well. Yeah. I I'm, I'm and a big fan of um Buendia. Yeah. When he came he on. He came on he sort of He's a bit techy, you know. Yeah. Like he's he's got something about him that he wants to play. I think especially when you're when you're a substitute and then you get given the opportunity, like when you're a bit techy like that, kind of show off a bit. Yeah. I think the uh the new Everton signing, uh Onana. Yeah. He looked he looked very good when he came on. What was it? Sort of changed the game into Everton's favour, mm. he just looks like a bit of a beast. So like is a, he playing as a, like an eight? Yeah, he, he, he struck me as a bit of like a Yaya Toure type way. He's like a ball carrying, progressive charging player, through. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I guess the big news this week for Everton really is the, the, the transfer market tag. of what on earth has happened to Deli Ali's career. And yeah, where's, where's he linked with? Besiktas. Besiktas. For I. What's that? The Belgian. That's league. Turkey. Turkish. Oh my god. Yeah. Maybe he needs a new 
And I think Trim. basically Everton have been like, it's up to you, which strikes me as... We, you're not in our plans. We probably don't need you, but if you want to stick around, we'll, we'll use you. That's so mad, you know. You think three... Three years ago, he was in the England World Cup squad. Or four years ago. It's so weird, like... Because it... But the thing is, like, when when we've seen him play, like, he hasn't... The last two or three years, he has been pretty woeful. Yeah. It's weird. And he doesn't... He's not even showing any signs of, like, what he used to be. I don't know. I think it's a waste. Obviously, like, if he if he can get game time somewhere else, but I think the Turkish League's such a step down for him. Yeah. But then, is another Premier League club going to take him? No. You can't get in the Everton team. Like, yeah, come on. Maybe Nottingham Forest will happen. Oh. With well, that their, double pivot. Of... There's 30 other signings yeah, or whatever. Right. But yeah, on the flip side, you've got the Anthony Gordon. 40 mil. 40 to 50 mil bid, which seems a little... Uh, expensive. Expensive for somebody who's got... <laughs> so there's a fly running round, flying around. Karate chop it. Slap it. Uh, yeah, it seems a little expensive for somebody that has like six goal contributions. A very average one year, one and a half year experience in the Premier League. I suppose it's just young English player. The tax. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's, but I, I see him going into Chelsea the and then them just loaning him out somewhere. Yeah. Like Chelsea just bought Chukamaya. Chukamina? Ch- we should Chukamina. probably Chukamina. learn how to say his name, shouldn't we? That Donny. That's the Aston Villa one. Yeah. yeah. Like, where's he? He's not going to play, is he? No, because they've got, well, five other midfielders. Exactly. Chelsea's midfield's a bit of a joke as well. But we'll get, we'll get on yeah. to that later, so you know. But, yeah, I think Aston Villa storm rode through that, that game. They they were uh, quite comfortable really until the sort of last fifteen minutes. Yeah, but then it did look like they might throw it away again. So, maybe it's a conditioning thing or a mental thing. I don't know. But next game, the three o'clocks on the Saturday were um, was absolute goal fest or. Nothing. Uh, boring nil nil, yeah. wasn't it? Should we touch on the best team in the Premiership right now? So Man City won 4 0. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was baited, that baited, was set up for like, Gabriel Jesus. <laughs> no. Obviously 4 0, they just steamrolled through. I I just looking at the stats, I mean and I watched the highlights and I don't remember Bournemouth being down the other end of the pitch no and that's not really surprising because that's what teams do against City isn't it really mm. it's the sitting back absorbing the pressure except it didn't it didn't work yeah I well, will they say seemed, they managed to keep Haaland quite quiet yeah but I think that was mainly because uh, certain wingers were being a bit selfish oh, there's so many clips or he could have scored about six. Yeah. If it, they were on a really like stupid angle 
and Foden would shoot. Yeah. If if you just pull it back, he was there, open goal essentially. I think Pep was Pep was in an interview after the game, and they brought up the fact that, in especially in one circumstance where, not only Haaland was there, but was it Mares as well was behind him, like, and he could have squared it, but. He, Pep was sort of like, you could see that he was a little bit annoyed, but he's just like, he's just got to know that Erling's going to be there because obviously they're, they're not used to it's, it. It's very being. difficult to complain. When you've won 4-0. When you've won 4-0 and you're like, why are you not squaring it? We could have won 7-0. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like that's good. it's going to take some getting used to. Um, I mean, who De, else De Bruyne was still looks... KDB, that goal was beautiful. Little outside of the boot, he looked like prime Modric, mate. Little outside of the boot, boot curler into the bottom left was like. And beautiful. actually, I think an honourable mention for uh, Gundogan. Yeah, who, proper baller, man. Who I was convinced, or they were thinking about selling him. Yeah, and he he's come in. He's capped cub. Club captain now, I think. I and think Bernardo, he's basically keeping Bernardo Silva. Yeah, out I was going to say if Bernardo Silva doesn't go to Barca, I think he struggles to get in in front of him. Who yeah. I'm pretty sure Pep once said like I would happily take like eleven Bernardo Silvers or something along those lines. He's good. Don't get me wrong. And last year, especially the start of the season, he was so good. But like, I think. As eights go, he's probably up there in one of the best that play in that. Like, yeah. system-wise, one of the best in the world. Like, he's come so far as well from back in Dortmund. Yeah. Like, you could see that he was good there and he played in the system well then. To be fair, I have been a, a long-standing fan of, of Gundogan. He is in my FIFA 12 Bundesliga squad, I think. <laughs> so... My guy. Back in the day when like Dortmund were everyone's second favourite team. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they had the like Mario Goetze, Lewandowski, Felipe Santana, oh, the GOAT. Yes. <laughs> Peace check on the on the yes, right back. Mate. <laughs> One episode we should just do like forgotten footballers and just sit here for like an hour just saying names <laughs> Na- names of footballers that like used to play in the Premier League oh, what champ but um well, not in the Premier League but oh, like yeah. what are the what are the three o'clock kickoffs were a bit exciting uh, well Rodrigo looks very good for Leeds yeah seems to be getting in positions he, where he's just constantly just moving yeah because he's in that like 10 yeah but it seems to be a but, little bit like a four four two. yeah well, like and a four, I think triple two. Well, I don't know how how bad Bamford's injury is, but he might become the like the number nine there. He's he's good. He looks he looks like he's keen for it as well. You see passion. Although, uh, yes, they did bottle a two 0 lead. Absolute mugs. Honestly, they cost me like fifty quid in the <laughs> against. No, I'm not. It was a pound as well. Yeah. Who? I mean, they, I think they've been quite uninspiring. So far, I was I was in such high hopes for Southampton. Although that Aribo goal was quite nice, wasn't it? They they signed some really good players, some proper young talents, and like oh, like don't get me wrong, like you look at players in their team, and I'm like, yeah, you've got class, like you've got Walker Peters, 
Livramento. That new keeper from Bazunu. Yeah. You've got Lav Lavia. Lavia. Yeah, that new Aribo, like it's it's a good squad and don't get me On started. On top like, of existing War Prouse, like yeah, Gineppo. Yeah. Che Adams, who's a bit touch and go, but like I he can put it away. I don't think he's ever really been like a you know, inverted commas, goal scorer. No. He's just like he's one of those that will probably get you like eight eight a season. That Bellacott chap as well. The career mode legend. Um, but yeah, like it just seems a little bit sad at the moment when I see him play. Like the Walker Peter goal was good. Like there was a good finish. Yeah, I do think they'll they will struggle, but I don't know I don't know what squad depth they've got either. Squad. Um like looking at the team like No yeah, one's really jumping out at me as like this is a, this person off the bench is a game changer. No. Like Adam's not performing, you bring on Adam Armstrong and you're like, is it an upgrade? <laughs> is it just swapping one striker who can't score for another one? Yeah, pretty much. So but um I think they're they're one to watch for the other end of the table of can they stay up? Can they pull themselves away from the like I think they're gonna solid like twelfth. 13th you reckon I think they'll be above I think that come like February I think they'll be clear from uh, any trouble yeah but I think around Christmas time might be a bit touch and go if they don't sort it out by then I yeah. can see it being in trouble yeah that's a good point and you've got Wolves and Fulham who I didn't watch that game it was just a very boring what was it I mean, other than the Mitrovic missed the penalty and then that. should have been sent off in extra time. Was it? Yeah, cause he did like two yellow card offences, like the Martinelli, right? What, in one in one play. passage of play. But one of them was like a stopping the counter attack foul, and then they got up and they were like pushing heads against each other. And but Mitrovic was a bit more like aggressive with right. his that with a certain official maybe it would have been a, a, red. a red but yeah that, maybe they're just letting that go as okay. a bit of 50 50 yeah but he did get up and like start start something. Give, giving it the big and yeah. yeah um and then brighton newcastle like I didn't. I didn't quite catch that, but apparently Nick Pope had a class game. Oh, yeah, Nick Pope who broke Twitter this week. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> so there's some like Burger King poll that was like, "What's your favourite burger?" or something. And rather than answering on the poll, all the Newcastle fans just like hopped in the in the the comments yeah, and were just, just like Nick, Nick Pope. Pope. And then all of the fast food outlets just were just tweeting Nick, Nick Pope. Pope, and that's it. <laughs> for like for like an hour. <laughs> oh gosh! But yeah, I think he he made like five to eight saves, something like Jeez. that. He's a big boy, isn't he? Yeah, he's like six, 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 something like that. I mean, he now he's at Newcastle. I think he's definitely going to be staking a claim for that. He's a bit one. older as well. I think you need someone in the England squad who's got a bit of a. He's to be fair. He's thirty. 30, 30 isn't he? That's not. 
I mean, for a keeper, the next couple of tournaments will probably be his last two chances. Mm. But he can also play with his feet a bit. Yes, it's not like you're bringing in a just a big goalkeeper. Yeah, it's interesting because England have got obviously Pickford who turns it on for England, mm. and then two high quality backups. Yeah, and obviously. Ram like different stages of their career, but I think Ramsdale's only going to get better, mm. and Pope's at a level where he's performing consistently well. But is that just because they've invested in that back line more, and they've got? Well, he still he started to make eight saves, a lot of saves. Oh, he's yeah. making saves at Burnley, but there's only so many yeah. <laughs> shots you can save when you're like always on the back foot. Should we talk about the the greatest game? This game was absolutely mental. You know just, what? Just because my phone kept pinging every like three minutes, it was just like Hazy's goal. goal, Hazy's assist, and then it was like, oh, it's two one, and now it's three one, and now it's three two, and now it's four two. I will say, in contention, goal of the week is Hazy's first goal, the chip one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was quite filthy. And then second one uh, off the top of my head is that DS goal on Monday. Yeah, the Koulibaly volley was quite nice. Oh, that was good. Although he was left very inc- unmarked. incredibly unmarked in the box. That's his own all marking fee, though, isn't it? But yeah, that I think like like again, I it shouldn't have been. It should be four nil. They were they were two very soft goals. I think. One, well, that he was first, beating it is near post. That Saliba goal. That was unfortunate. Goal was just yeah, like he's still young, so I see why. It was quite spectacular the way it happened. It was good. Well. It was good, Edda. Uh, but then um, the Madison goal was a soft. It was it was a good shot, but he should have should have got that. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. I mean, uh, Arsenal were just looking quite dangerous. That front three. It's. And you think, like, last season, if Saka's not doing anything, you'd, like, really struggle yeah. for goals or whatever. But he, did, he didn't do anything. You got four, so... I will say, yeah, I, I spoke to you about this earlier in the week. But it seems like because we don't have the confident right-back spot and Ben White somewhat filling in, like, he's, he's well, doing a good job. He's his back now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's playing for the with the under-21s. But um, he seems to be a little bit more supportive, playing a deeper role rather than getting up and then having to track back. It'll be interesting to see what happens when Tomiyasu's fully fit. Because like, Saliba's been quite good. Yeah. Do you drop Ben White? Do you drop Gabriel being the left-footed centre-back? Do you drop Saliba? It's such do you, do you a play Ben White in midfield? Lovely conversation Do you just play a, a back three? We could play a back three. I think that's a bit silly, though, then, isn't it? Well, you completely change your, your system yeah. if you do that, don't you? And it's working. Yeah. It's such a nice this, thing this to This is have. the kind of fixture that last season Arsenal would have drawn or lost, yeah. in my opinion. Well, we've got... Similar what? to Crystal Palace last week. Like That's the kind of thing you, they'd go 1-0 up and then bottle it or something. We need to sign a centre-mid. Yeah, because even though you've got, like, mate, Lenar's... No, we need to sign He's like not, high caliber yeah. centre mid, like uh, like party's class, and I, I know it's a bit of a tough subject to talk about, 
but ultimately he's playing, so we need to talk about it. <laughs> um, but like every other position, we have doubles of competent players. Yeah. Like, even now we have. I was just a saying, first... oh, maybe you need another winger, but like Pepe's not. Pepe's horrific. There. And Ketia can play on the wing. We've got well, Reese Nelson. Smith Rowe. Smith Rowe can come in at You've that got 10 t- or two the... left backs, two right backs. Yeah. Two tans, because you can play Smith Rowe there. Or Vieira can when, come in. I, he's not fit at the moment, I don't think. No. But, no. <laughs> there's another one. <laughs> one an episode, mate. <laughs> but yeah, it's just classic, like Leicester, just, they're off the pace. Yeah. Speaking about off the pace. Oh, good God. Should we get into it? That's just. Oh. Was it a Brentford masterclass or was it. Uh, again, similar to last week, just it was. On the pressure. It was engineered destruction. Mm. Or engineered self implosion, <laughs> I think, is, is the nice way to put it from Man United. Uh, that's not to take any way, anything away from Brentford because obviously they they saw the the rabbit in the headlights and they swerved to run it over, didn't yeah. they? It's like, <laughs> odd way of putting it, but no, it's right. I mean, it was just it was it was an absolute calamity, wasn't it? Really, that first half. I just don't know. Well, I do know what happened. Admittedly, right? You don't really want to go one nil down to a, a soft shot, right? No. Okay, you're 1-0 down. Still a chance to come back into the game. Next thing, you're a goal kick. <laughs> Your defenders have split split, and there's somebody dropping in, but he's, you can he's, see he's being, being marked within a metre. Why don't was, you just kick it long? I was going to say, for a keeper who's notorious for not what, playing out the back and booting it... What's the it? worst that's going to happen? Tenor gives he shouts at you for not kicking it short. Yeah. I... I and then the the Ben Mee header was just disastrous. That's just the hater took about three years to get from one side of the goal. To I the did. Other I one. did want to bring it up. Obviously, the elephant in the room is the Martinez situation, and we've we've both seen the video of him not actually. That's at set, the problem is at set pieces. That's where his height gets yeah undone. Like but challenging, in challenging the, in the air. We've seen the videos where he has been, but I think a, a good conversation to have is at what point. Does your skill have to be at a certain level that your height can't compete? Is it the is it in set pieces in dead ball situations where yeah. the thing is like I I don't think he is as bad as the stuff people have been saying. No, and apparently Tony came out this week and was like, to be honest, he's actually half decent, and like it was fifty fifty. Some of them I'd win, some of them he'd win, and he I think because he is shorter. He's got more of like a football brain. Yeah. But whether he's using that brain much remains to be seen. But he he would just like drop off. Because also he's playing the covering role because Maguire's a fridge. (laughs) But yeah, it's it's like at points where I'm like, right, I'm thinking of other centre-backs in the league, right? You're thinking average height. Well, if if you look at all the top teams right so you've got Diaz Laporte Van Dijk Matip, Matip. Conate yeah Saliba Gabriel I mean even Ben White's 
at least six foot. Mm. Dyer, Romero, Sanchez, I mean Ben Davis, Ben Davis, uh, Kulabali, Thiago Silva. Thiago, Thiago Silva being the short, or when they play Aspilicueta there, that's that's where you play the short is, person in the three. That's what I was saying, and I think it not only helping De Gea out with distribution options because you know he's not the best at it, but like in a back three would be ideal for Arsenal with Maguire in the middle, Varane and Martinez. Martinez? Mart- Martin? Martinez. Martinez. <clears throat> like, I mean, it, it, it really is just a follow-on from what we were saying last week where it's like De Gea's time in this system is probably limited. Do you think Ten Hag's looking for a keeper now or do you think he's waiting until January? I think you have to bring in a number two this season at least someone because he the hair probably feels like a bit like I'm untouchable because there's no one challenging Tom Heaton is okay he has Premier League experience but he's like 36 what about youth players are there any Uh, because I know there's a few Nathan Bishop Mm. who I think is the under 23s keeper but I wouldn't put him in no. In in behind this lot, mm. because you at least having some level of being like a senior player, he can, there can like, okay, you can deal with conceding a few goals. Yeah, you think putting a kid in there, and your confidence, especially if is, he's playing, it's just going to be destroyed. At this level, imagine he was playing at those last two games and the, the same scoreline. Like, yeah, the, the United fans would be like all over him. I think. I mean, that there's only so many things I can say about the recruitment and mm. that it's just shockingly poor and <laughs> that it's two weeks to the end of the window and they're still scrambling around for players that Ten Hag probably came to the club in May or, what, or June yeah. with a list of this is who we need to get. I saw them. Pe- saw people saying about some of the Dutch league players, like Sangar, Sangari. Yeah, he was available on a release like, course. <laughs> like just players, like yeah, they're not like household names, but they've proven themselves in in certain leagues. But like when you when it comes to Casemiro, yeah, everyone knows who he is because he's in that incredible Brazilian squad and in that incredible Real Madrid squad. But, you know, he's, he's not young. You're yeah. not, you haven't got so much life in him. And he's going to come at that price tag that's going to just piss your fans off even there, more. There are two points to make about Casemiro in that, yes, he is 30 turning 31. He's just signed a massive contract at Real Madrid, which means his price will be higher. They want like 50 mil. So is it just going to be another like Varane or Ericsson or Ibrahimovic, although he was actually quite good? Don't, where, don't bad mouth to that. Where you've bought a player who, or like Schweinsteiger, who mm. was great for Bayern, yeah. but you've decided to buy him when he's on the his way out. The back end of his career, yeah. But on the flip side, 
Casemiro and Fred yeah. is the Brazil midfield. Yeah. That allows Fred to be the box to box. Not the six where he's getting put at the moment. And Casemiro is that yeah. low low sitting back. Don't get me wrong, it would be a class signing. He's I good, just think right. you're spending way too much money yeah. on a position where you could get a decent He's young good, player. He's good, but in three years he'll be like Matic, where we need to buy someone else yeah. because his legs have gone. It's not. Like you're Matic, not fix, it's a temporary solution to a permanent problem yeah. that you Matic have. Matic was great for like two years. And then the next two years, he could only play once every two weeks. Yeah. But yeah. I did see something earlier that was like since Sir Alex retired Man United have signed 42 players which is the fewest of all the current Premier League clubs really and even Nottingham Forest (laughs) this transfer and they have the smallest pool of leagues that they've bought from see is that good or is that bad does that mean all of your scouts? Which just... again is this is this is not a on the pitch problem or an owner's problem. This is the recruitment is yeah shocking. Like who he, the I I think it's Richard Arnold or the other bloke I've forgotten the name of mm. spent three months chasing after. De Jong didn't get a deal. No. Spent the next two weeks going for Rabio, didn't get a deal. Probably going to spend another two weeks for Casemiro, overpay or mm. not get a deal. And then we'll end up with, I don't know, no one, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's stuff like deciding to sell James Garner, who has been sort of talks about as one of our best young yeah, I players. I didn't get this either. Instead of selling, I don't know, or instead of not even giving him a go in the team. Yeah. Like, you, McTominay's dropped two absolute stinkers so far. Why don't you Why don't you give Garner a go? Just That's because he's contracted in, isn't it? It, it? I mean, aside from the game, which we were meant to be talking about, it was awful for, from yeah. Man United's perspective. Brentford obviously played very well. Second half, we're just like, we don't need to do anything. Yeah. They've made some good good signings, to be fair. Yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm a bit sad that Damsgaard didn't come on. I think they'll, they'll be fine. Brentford look spicy. Yeah. I mean, it's only two games. But it was just error after error from Man United. Yeah. And... Sometimes I sit there and I think, is there actually a chance that this will be a relegation battle? Because if you if you look at it at the moment, how long is it going to take to turn around those performances mm. to a to a level where you can beat most sides? I don't think. I think top eight might be a struggle. Because people have figured out that all you have to do is press. Yeah. Because you can't play it out from the back. So if there's any Premier League managers listening, you just put them under pressure. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll smash it long and then lose the ball. Should we talk about Sunday's matches before your yeah. blood pressure gets too high? Although one thing I have seen this evening is that apparently the Glazers are willing to listen to offers, but 
I will... Uh, Mike Ashley, get uh, your bid in. I, I see that, <laughs> what I believe it. Apparently they're asking for like £6 billion and it's like, you didn't even pay your money yeah, to buy the club. <laughs> so, but, yeah. I mean, I'm sure next next pod when Liverpool put six past us, it'll be the same, <laughs> the same thing over again. Should we talk about the Forest Ham game? The Forest Ham. Forest Ham. Uh, I think I think two, West Ham are very unfortunate. Two, well, I don't think they were amazing. They deserved the point. Yeah. The fact their goal got chalked up. This is where the referee starts getting really bad. <laughs> the fact that their goal got chalked off because a bloke stood in Antonio's way. And Antonio's ran into him. That was... Mm. He did clart him. <laughs> and then... And you could see he was gunning for him, that, though. That, the handball, he stopped a shot going in yeah. on the line, and he's got a yellow card for yeah. it. I, that, the whole thing was that, oh, D- Dean Henderson was... Like, would have caught that, would have got that. It's, it's besides the point, isn't it? Oh, he's cracking save from the centre-back. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, Forrest, Forrest actually looked... I think that... They'll be one of those teams that are a lot better at home than away. Yeah. They, they look, got the atmosphere they, was was good. Even this week, they're still signing players. Yeah, like for class Cla- players. Frula, Froila. Yeah, from the a- Atalanta. Atalanta captain. Yeah. Apparently, they're in for Awa, which is just mental to think because he's been on like. Arsenal's PSG's, laid off PSG's list, like... and he's been available for again. This is another another Man United issue. He's been available for, he's, for twenty he's, to thirty minutes. You don't want another while. eight, though, do you? And then you've got three eights that all aren't going to play six. No, true. But um, the the striker looks good though. That I I want to yeah yeah. And actually, rapid. Neko Williams, mate, he he put in whipping. an absolute. But but then like they kind of cottoned on to like oh okay he's gonna peg it down the side and and whip it in and then he just you know every like three runs he cut inside and then beat the man and he said yeah he looks really good you can see uh, he's trained at like a Liverpool yeah and obviously Dean Henderson put yeah put in a decent performance saved the pen he looks so smug though bad penalty though from Rice it was so weak Uh, and then I thought West Ham were subpar. Yeah, just again. Like they hit the post a couple of times. Ben Rama was their, the brightest yeah. player. I mean, Bowen. I didn't even since, see him since in the he's game. joined the went to the England squad. Complete like he he looked pretty rubbish yeah. for England. <laughs> like let's be honest. Uh, Cresswell was all right, but they have they've just signed um, Kara. Kerra, the PSG, oh, the PSG defender. One, yeah. So that's, I mean, that Johnson's all right, but I think he's a, a right back or yeah. a left back. They so, needed it. I mean, they've been troubled with injuries. I thought Dawson was their best centre back last year, and he's out, and you can tell that, you know. You're also, I think you're missing a bit of like leadership, like maybe not on the pitch, but obviously Noble retiring. Mm. I feel like he'd probably bought quite a lot to the the squad. The dressing room as well. Yeah. And without him, and I know Decky Rice is the captain, but I still feel like he's too young to... 
to be fair, he did basically fill in last season as captain. Yeah. So at least he's got got some experience. But you wonder how long he's going to be around for. Mm. Before he gets snapped up somewhere. Yeah, I mean... Although, who really needs a... I guess maybe Chelsea, and he's probably... He's mates with Mason Mount. Yeah, and he's, he's, with he's, all of them. he's Chelsea youngster. Yeah, everyone came you, out of that. You think about it, Chelsea like... Department. Unless Arsenal do, like, very well this season, he probably won't go there. Liverpool... I think they're Bellingham. But I think, Bellingham I think their, season, their they? DMs need to be a bit more like com- They don't really play like a like a, Fabinho's a bit more of like a t- a tackler. Yeah. Rice is a a ball player. What I will say is And then Rodri doesn't need replacing, he d- does he? So and they've he got Phillips at City. Fabinho isn't like I re watching that Liverpool game, it's so much goes through him. Like you, if they are going to sign another six, they need someone who's competent yeah. and confident on the ball. Yeah. Should we talk about the the funnest game of the of the week? This game was actually really good. It was the, nuts. The Chelsea mate. game. Honestly, it was start to finish. Two great managers going at it on I'll, and off the pitch. I'll tell you what, tactically as well, it was it was so good. It was so good when Tot- Tottenham had just come. Well. They subbed on Richardson to get back in the game and they went to a four-back. Yeah, it was and like a 4-4-2. Two, two calls, switched it, so they had the, f- the five or three and then they had the Cucurella wide left. Yeah. Reese James wide right and then that created so many problems. Well, they, they put so much pressure, especially that James goal. They, put, they overloaded their left-hand side. Yeah. Tottenham just swished everyone over and then... All you need is is Reese James in a position like that. It's just so Good lethal. As well. Like, like he's just had so much space. I can't remember who put the put the ball into him. Was uh, it Kante? No, Kante passed to Sterling. Sterling. Sterling put the ball across. Yeah, like I will say, we touched on Koulibaly. He's he looks. So good. He was good, yeah. Even that James goal, him and Kante, just so much pressure, so much aggression. Straight win the ball back, and then he knows, like, right, if I kind of move off this way, I'm going to take someone with me, leave the space to offload. Like, he's, I mean, from set pieces, he's massive. Yeah, he's just, like, so aggressive, but, like, plays so well. He's such a good signing this season, honestly. I mean, obviously Chelsea got... Quite, I think they got unlucky not to win that 2 0. Those, yeah, I think you could argue either maybe way, 2 1. Those, those, the first goal they, they again, they did was that foul for themselves. The first one, uh, on Havertz, personally, I, I think he went through Havertz to win the ball. Did he get the ball? Because I watched it back, I didn't see from, from the angle the ref was at. Possibly, but then you got VAR and you're like... Because when I saw him the slow... I think he I, got a touch on it, but, I, but I mean, he also then took, took the man, right? Yeah, but it's obvious Havertz knew what he was doing. And I get that's the part of the game as well, to win challenges and things yeah. like that. But he's pegging it and he just goes onto the right-hand side. And you know, he knows that tackle's coming in. But I think... It's, then, it, it, the play went on too long yeah, for them to call it back. They go down the other end and... Jorginho starts doing like drag, drag backs. backs and stuff and just get it out clear and then the 
becomes another contentious topic where the shot comes in, but Richarlison's in an offside position. That's not that wasn't a problem. I don't. Do, think. Well, see, I saw Ben Foster talking about this, and he was like, as a goalkeeper, it would be a problem because you you don't know if Richarlison's because he's quite close. Yeah. You don't know if he's offside. If he sticks out a foot and flicks it, you can't dive until the ball goes past Richarlison. Um, yeah. And by that point, it, it's already too far away. But, yeah. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think that's that. When they spent so long on VAR on that, I think that was probably the least of their worries in that passage of play. Well, but, yeah. I mean, it's a difficult in, in comparison to the second goal, which was just... I can't believe that A, that wasn't given as a foul. Yeah. It, originally, because the ref was right there. He's like two foot away. B, he wasn't sent off on VAR. Yeah. Because the VAR can give a foul, as far as I'm aware. So it can but, give a foul, but it can send him off. But yeah, it's checking for violent conduct. And you, you've seen a bloke <laughs> drag another man down by his hair and you thought... That's it's not like a little push or a little yank. No, like he like, he floors him. Yeah, but like but like in the I can't remember. Uh, I think it was on match of the day or something, and they were saying in the in the women's game if that happened, but that happened in a women's game, and it didn't get happened. It didn't get sent off or anything, and then they look back on VR, and she got a three, three yeah, well, three game ban. That once happened against Fellaini, I heard yeah. on the radio. And the player that did it then later got a three-match ban. Yeah. So, but like, are we going to be able to do that? I don't know. I think they, they got away with murder yeah. there, Tottenham, and they got very lucky to get that point. But on the flip side, they they played pretty poorly and got a point from it. So Yeah, I th- like I think the Conte tactics were good. Switch into that. Son was absolutely out of the game. Yeah. I think in a defensive system, he is not working. Mm. Oh, well, I can't say he's not working, but I don't think he works when as well as he should when he has to play. But do you think that's just because Tuchel knew that and was just like... well, when you're up against a Reese James, of like marauding wing back, or yeah. But I think that's why Reese James played at centre back because he was essentially on Son, yeah. So, I mean, it was ta- tactical battle that was decided by a a very firm handshake. At I was, full time. I, thought, I thought of another conversation topic. If everyone, if all of the managers in the league were going to have a Royal Rumble, who do you think is going out first? Out first. Out first. I don't want to know because we all know we think who's going to win because um, it's it's Ralph Hasenhutl. He's a Viking. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna dominate out, everyone. No, out first. I think. I'm. Rec- I think Scott Parker. Nah, no. Scott Parker was such a scrappy player. I'm putting in a shout. Arteta. I was gonna say Arteta. He's too he's, pretty. He's tiny <laughs> as well. He's not. He's not the biggest Donny. Um. I mean, Lampard and Gerrard were both pretty. Yeah, pretty I think scrappy. I think Gerrard didn't hold uh, himself. Steve Cooper because he, t- he strikes t- me as a very... leads that leads. Oh manager. yeah, Jesse Jesse March. Yeah, Jesse March is not putting in. Although anything. he loves wrestling, so well, being an American. 
Who do you reckon's topping it? I think you would be in a final battle between uh, Klopp and Conte. Who do you reckon Conte? And yeah, Conte's a psychopath, man. <laughs> And and then Klopp would lose and then say, oh, the ring was too wet, too wet. or too dry. <laughs> I was going to say Klopp, he's a big dummy. I'm trying to think. Well, actually, Eddie Howe might be out first. He's he's quite nice, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I like Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe's nice. I think, let's let's think, uh, David Moyes is, is too old to be scrapping anyone. Back in the day, maybe. Uh do you reckon he just, Lam- get, just Lampard, Vieira? I think I think Vieira's a bit of a, a uh, bit of a shout, you know. Who's the Bournemouth manager? Oh, Scott Parker. Yeah, Gerard, uh, Klopp. Uh, Who else? I reckon secretly Thomas Frank's a bit of a sicko. <laughs> I, I reckon he could do some damage. <laughs> I think it'd be Deep good. down, I reckon he's really scary in the dressing room. <laughs> he's always so happy, though. Yeah. Even when he's they, got a dark side. Yeah, I reckon. He should, like, just flicks a switch. <laughs> but, like, if we're betting on it, I, the Conte is just... He's not the tallest. No, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking back, just... The, back in the day, he was, he was one of those midfielders that... He was, like, a worse version in terms of like just nipping at your heels and everything then Ander Herrera are you such a yeah, where do you reckon Pep stand in I think Pep goes out in the middle because he'd be like I think he'd get bored and then just be like it's all love guys or something like that Bruno Bruno Lage I don't really know much much about him his history don't tell me about your past and your history <laughs> I don't think Ten Hag stays no, in the Hag, Ten Hag's Although scary. I do think he could be quite scary. Yeah, I feel like when he gets angry, it's like the amount of wrinkles that appear in his mm. head probably going to freak you out. What about Big Brendan? Mm. I don't know. I think he'd be one of the first ones to go. Yeah. I think my top three would be Conte, Klopp, Vieira. I think I'm putting... I don't think... I think Conte's. Would you see the way that Vieira snapped that Everton? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think Conte is going to get too aggressive at the beginning and then just get targeted. So I think he's off. I'm putting Ralph Vieira and Klopp. Yeah, yeah. I think that makes makes sense. That's what we want to see. Sky Sports. <laughs> End of the season. End of the season. Your Don't team, decide it with who wins. Your team gets an extra three points if 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 your manager if you win, handles yeah. the scrap. Final game of the week. This was a bit of an odd game, wasn't this it? This was weird. Like like again, we said it last week. Liverpool seems so off the mark, man. I know. I know. No matter. I just is, think all of their players here got like green ratings and stuff. Other than Diaz. I no, really didn't see anybody no, who was that I good. Tell you, Harvey Elliott put in a really good shift. Mate, he was good. I'm not... You're not, not sold? not his biggest fan. He was everywhere, and I think not I mean, having Thiago, you need someone else who plays in a different way. I think he carries the ball a lot more than Thiago. 
That, he obviously uh, doesn't have those passing possibilities, but I think he put in a really good shift. He's 19, mate. Like yeah. The Palace goal was quite good. Yeah. Although I did see a very funny tweet that you know how like Van Dyke was basically just walking, jogging, jogging back, yeah. And it was like, oh no, you can have the shot, just please don't dribble past me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I didn't try and tackle him. Well, this is another thing. He, I was, saw. he was keeping pace. I don't know why. No, he didn't. but he could. He slowed down like on the edge of the D. If he actually like full tilted weird I suppose it's he's so worried about giving away penalties like yeah true I think Nat Phillips was a odd they look so much stronger when Gomez came on yeah I think he starts next game yeah, if I should think so like he looks so they, they look Although, so much better I think Matip is a like Van Dyke gets all the credit mm. but really it's it's Matip that does all the defensive I did see work. on pitch side, they were saying, you put any defender next to Joe, um, next to Van Dyke in that Liverpool team and they they become infinitely better. They can have Maguire if they want him. But like, yeah, you put, you put someone like, I don't know, Dan Byrne next to him. Yeah. Like, I don't know, Matip does a lot a lot of defensive work, though. I think that people don't give him enough credit. He seems like he's the one who puts the graft in. Van, Van Dyke's sweeps. the one who either sweeps or he seems to be like have a little bit more vision well, yeah, when it Van, comes to defensive positioning. Has, last season had like most passes or yeah. something mental. He, you could see him getting when they were one goal down as well. He yeah, was getting driving people. On. Like he was, yeah, he was getting because they started wasting time. Yeah, and everything. that was pissing me off. Crystal Palace chief like, winder uppers. Yeah. What will that what? Anderson did an absolute belting job on Nunes <laughs> to the point where did you see the, the fought, preamble? Yeah, where he where essentially well throughout the whole game he was kind of just giving him little like yeah. digs, little pushes here and there. You you know where that the, that passage bit that because he tried to headbutt him mm. and obviously Anderson was like, well, tap and him on the shoulder like, like pushed him a little bit. Didn't don't he? don't try and do and that. Just went, <laughs> obviously <laughs> being a bit of a wind up, but straight yeah. in what like. You can tell he's hot-headed. Like, so yeah, hot-headed. I, I, well, I mean... A bit, part of me really wishes that he was playing next week and then we could see the butcher of Amsterdam, <laughs> Martinez, up against Nunes and just see that. Because like, I remember, like, when United had Rojo, yeah. he would spend the whole game just... I don't yapping, think he yapping, could really yapping, speak yapping, English, yapping. but he was just... Obviously, the the words he picked up were probably yeah, quite. Your mouth is moving a lot like a rat. <laughs> yabba 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 yabba. But he would always. Ju- it's like Romero for Spurs, isn't it? He's a bit of like a. He winds people up. Yeah. But yeah, I I think Nunes might be an easy target because he's only young. Yeah. If we're we're going to talk about the Liverpool game even more, like yet again, Diaz is putting a huge shift yeah. in. He looks. He looks. So dangerous. That goal was... The thing is, right, I'm starting to think that Salah's... Salah's just, like, a finishing merchant. He does just He doesn't to... do anything in, like, build-up. Mm. Diaz, you know, he's get the ball, he's, he's driving at people. Salah just seems to be never on the ball. Yeah. 
He does. He does. He breaks lines. He he runs the lines. And he just cu- cuts but in on his left foot all the time. I think now because especially when Nunes was playing, you have someone else, another option, more central that's, that's doing the same line breaks as him. I think they're spoilt for choice a bit, mm. and and I think I assume Klopp's just been like just whip it into yeah, the middle. The issue on Salah's side, I guess, is that you've always got Trent bombing down the right. Yeah. So you can't be out on the right. But Trent's Trent's game was a bit odd at the end yeah, as well, wasn't when it? When he just decided to go up front for a bit. I assume that's because Gomez came on and yeah, they've probably. kind of got that security in the right. Palace were just Holding defending, back, yeah. weren't they? But yeah. Be interesting to see what happens next Monday. Whether both United and Liverpool continue to be a bit naff mm. or if they're they're looking a bit up for it. Yeah. I mean, I suspect Liverpool will be more up for it. Probably. Do you want to, uh, do you want to taste my thirsty ferret? <laughs> Is that a euphemism? That's whatever you want. Should we tra- crack open this second beer before we get into our beautiful segments? Yeah, go on. Oh, I can quickly give you my thoughts on Kai Havertz. Go on then. I do not rate him at all. We've got Badger Dorset Breweries. Nothing to do with Kai Havertz. It smells good. Uh, yeah. One thing about Chelsea is they need to sign a striker because Havertz is not a striker. He missed several easy chances. Yeah, I did see that. He, uh, but he wasn't playing. It was he? Was he yeah, playing? Yeah, he, he was. That? He was the number nine. nine. I yeah. thought Sterling was at the nine. No, Havertz was. I just pulled a very weird face, Kieran. I'm. I'm sorry. This does smell. You are right. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a liar, man. <laughs> I'll top you up. Okay. Right, whilst the the head backs down on mine, um, shall I shall I see what the tasting notes of this one are? Ferret comes from the Latin word for little thief. A Moorishly malty amber ale, dark crystal malt delivers a full-bodied biscuity taste, rounded off with a subtle floral and lemon hop aroma. I've just seen your face. <laughs> I don't know what's up with these beers. Mm. To me, again, uh, that's... It's something, it's a bit metallic-y. something's not quite right. <laughs> Similar to similarly, oh my gosh! Similarly to Crystal Palace, I do believe this one might be playing on a Sunday. What does that? I, I'm not rating this one. Oh, you're you know. going Sunday League. Um, we've had some stinker beers today. I like it's. I th- I think it's probably nice for people who like amber ales. I don't mind an amber ale, but I think of all of the ones I've tried, I. This is the kind of kind well. of beer that I would drink once at a beer festival, mm. just because it's got a nice name. Yeah, I think they're coaxing like, people in. Like my old favourite, Jurassic Dark. Jurassic Dark, which tasted like mud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not putting this this high, Karen. I think that's worse than the one we just yeah. had. So it has to be Sunday League. Yeah. Just the only issue with your little joke there was that Crystal Palace played on Monday. 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> the next segment, what do you want to do? Should we? Have you got some questions? You got a bit of trivia? Uh, I, I don't, actually. You don't? Uh, we're, 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 are we out of a quiz again? To be fair, I, I, I'm very, very ill-prepared. I grabbed the beers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I grabbed the beers, uh, and I, di- I didn't do any other prep. So, Well, we could do a, a, a hot take of the week. We could do a hot take we of the week. We haven't done a hot take of the week in a while. going to get the next red card <laughs> as in uh, the soonest red card the, the next red card let me have a look at the fixtures oh should we look at the should we do a bit of preamble for next week what games have we got i think the next red card <laughs> next week <laughs> is coming from leeds yep and I'm going to go with uh, Stroik. Stroik? Yeah. Fair enough. Up against like, Sterling and that. I'm going to go for... Or... I'm going to go Leicester. Oh. And I'm going to say it's going to be uh, oh gosh I've got to think of someone, Johnny Evans Oh classic Johnny Evans yeah. <laughs> What do you reckon uh, first game of next week Karen is Tottenham Wolves, early kickoff. What the are you score prediction I'm going to go th- I was going to say 3-1 but uh, yeah, I'm going to stick 3-1 three to one. Spurs. Yeah. I'm going to go 2-0 Spurs. Yeah, I think that is that is a Spurs win. Who do you reckon scores? Uh, Sessegnon. Mm. Do you reckon he starts? Yeah. Yeah, again. Kulisevsky and Son. I'm going to and... go for a Kane brace. Oh yeah, you got Neto. Neto. Yeah, looks a bit lethal off the left. He is. He should have that on the back of his shirt. <laughs> lethal off the left. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. We got. We got. What are the other big games next week? It's, uh, it's Liverpool, Liverpool United. United yeah. Newcastle City might be quite a good game. That'll be interesting to see how Newcastle compare against like a big. Proper mm. big team. Yeah. Done all right so far. Do you think their back line's going to be all right against Haaland? I think... They've got Dan Byrne and Botman in the middle. That's what they've been playing, right? I don't know if they'll play someone else, like Shah and Botman, just because oh, no, they're a bit quicker. It has been Shah and Botman. Be interesting to see how they line up. Like, will they be really deep? Hmm. Because they're at home... Better side now, yeah. Or are they just gonna let 
City have the ball. I have faith. Both games in so Eddie far, Howell. the opposite team have just let them have the ball. Really. Yeah. So that'll be that'll be one to watch. Should yeah, be a good game. That to be it'll fair. Be a very good game. What's the? Uh, should we do a um, a magic? The raucous opinion. A raucous opinion. Yeah. You're gonna have to put some jingles in this. That's all right. There'll be jingles everywhere. Like right now. Opinion generator. That's mad. Good ball knowledge. The rock is opinion generator. The rock. The rock is opinion. All aboard! You see what I did there? <laughs> Sweet. It's a scam. <laughs> <laughs> this is when there's no change. <laughs> <laughs> right, Karen. I'm gonna give you a team. Are you ready? I was born ready. You got Nottingham Forest. Ooh. Are you ready for a player? <laughs> God, if this is a Lingard. Oh, okay. Um, do you know a gentleman by the name of Oliver Hammond? No. He's got a market value of 126,000. I imagine he's a young youngster. Though. We're going to do Emmanuel Dennis. Ooh. Fresh signing. One of their, like, six forwards. They do actually have six forwards. Because they're going to get more pie as well. That, that would make seven. Emmanuel Dennis. You think he walks in? He uh, starts? What? Because they played two up front. Yeah, boy. Little three-five-two number. In but there. then they've got that that Brennan Johnson, who seems okay. Luke Taylor. Is it Taylor? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then, if you get more pay, surely he starts alongside Away Awanini. name? Will Dennis be on the left mid? What in a wing back? Surely not. No. Uh, my thoughts on Dennis are. I mean, he's just very average. I think his numbers last season were quite flattering. Hmm. Because I don't really think he, outside of scoring, which is ultimately his job, but he didn't really do a lot. No. He absolutely screwed over everyone in FPL when he, <laughs> he got sent off in the double game week. All of that lovely triple captain. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. How much did he pay for him? Like 15, 20? I guess that's a fair price in like today's market. For a championship striker. Yeah. I mean, it could be a good deal. He's he's definitely Premier League, like, that level yeah. of player. But I just think he's quite, like, average. You think he'll flop? I don't think... I don't think he'll flop, but I think he'll get, like, five goals. Yeah. It's better than spending 20 million on, like, Josh King. Yeah. yeah Although Watford are about to lose. Saar, who apparently is going Crystal Palace... That'd be a big signing. So you got Zaha, Saar, Eze. Class game. Eze. And that's not even, you haven't even put Elise in there. Yeah. Um, and then Newcastle have bid for Joao Pedro. 
Hmm. From Watford, who's like, what is he, like 19, 20? The young and the Brazilian. Yeah. yeah. So He was good. He was good last season. I guess, well, they've got Wood, haven't they? But he's he's a different kind of striker. Oh, so he hasn't started yet, has he? No, because, well, I mean, Wilson's still he's good. quite good, isn't yeah. he? If he starts scoring goals, I could see him being like a a wild card. Golden boot? No, back, back up. <laughs> Like if he, let's say he gets like twelve goals before November. Yeah, that might be quite a bit. What, Callum Wilson? Yeah, twelve goals let's say before he gets November. Let's say he gets ten. That's like ten in like sixteen games, yeah. right? Could he be in the England squad? But we said we said this about form, didn't we? Ahead of and when Abraham. Well, the last, not last season, the season before when Willock was in that nuts form where he scored nine in nine. Yeah, but I, I don't think you can take Willock to like a World Cup. How's Tammy done at the start of the season? Off the back of not having an England cap sort of thing. At least Wilson's played for England. Tammy is played one goal, one game and no goals. Again, it's too early to tell. That's a, that's an episode for like October time. Doing yeah. our England squad. He did blank in all of the friendlies. But he is a actually is he a different He's more of like your out and out nine. Who, Tammy? Yeah. Like in the in England formation. Yeah. That's the one thing about Kane that really annoys me for England is that he's never in the box. Yeah. But then well, you, I think, I think you, Conte has been saying you can't not, in interviews that he's been telling Kane, don't drop back. Yeah. We have holding midfielders for this job. Yeah. Like, don't drop I mean, back. Yeah, Benton Core brings the ball forward quite mm. a bit. But like you can't not play Harry Kane. Well for England. Right? Yeah, there he is. He's, he's your like, first name on his sheet, isn't he? We're not, we're not going to start Calvert-Lewin in a World Cup final. No. Or we're not going to start Abraham, probably. But if, if Kane does get injured, does that leave you, us you in? You need a... Because I do not want to see Sterling playing as a, like a nine. No. I'll happily see him on the wing. And I don't think he'll make the squad... But I think this is the reason that Rashford's been in the squad in the past, is that he can play up front. Utility. Anywhere across the front. But unless he starts turning his form around, he won't be anywhere near that team. No. Who do you think a bit of an outside choice for an England spot? I could Based see... off the start of the season. Yeah. Uh... That's tricky. I see, I mean, I, I see I, like I th- you said, went with Pope. I think Pope's outside to start. Yeah. Because if Everton carry on how they are, can you... I mean, Henderson might be an outside shout. Mm. But then, can you not take Pope, Ramsdale, Pickford, right? Yeah, yeah no one else is getting in. Like, who else? No one even's even in, like, touching distance. No. You're not you're not taking Sam Johnston, are you? No, he's not even playing for uh, exactly. Pius. Is Eze English? Yeah. Maybe if he, I don't know, 
it's difficult to ju- judge really or, the oh, stuff of two games yeah it's like with FPL isn't it you you can't make rash decisions off two game weeks no wait there, if, there's no Friday games no, this week is there even if Andy Robertson is doing your head in yeah <laughs> well should we uh, should we wrap this one up before we get we're gonna end up too angry end up in a spiral of why doesn't Andy Robertson do anything <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, hope you enjoy the football this weekend uh, we'll be back next Friday for more hot takes and Meltdowns. shocking ball knowledge hopefully United get away with one point I mean I'll take a goal a goal I'll take a goal off of one of your players hopefully yeah <laughs> okay and uh, Arsenal are winning the league um, we'll see you next time on Beers Boys and a Beautiful Game leave a rating yeah write, rate us five stars if you enjoyed follow us on Spotify follow us on Instagram on Twitter Kieran's been on hold of the Twitter recently putting some absolute Yorkers in there Yorkers right on the feet mate <laughs> Keeping people on the toes. Exactly. Right, until next week, have a lovely weekend. Goodbye.